as a runner, I spend a lot of time in and out of the shower. And I bet you do too, especially now that the weather is getting warmer. As a result, I pay close attention to the type of soap products I put on my skin. Just read the list of ingredients in most soap products these days and you're likely to see additives and ingredients that you don't even recognize, right? This is why I use Butter and Lye soap products. Butter and Lye is an eco-friendly Brooklyn-based company that delivers high-quality soap products while ensuring environmentally friendly business practices. Their products provide optimal cleanliness and care for your skin using organic and natural ingredients. Their mission is to make it easy for you to incorporate good-for-your-skin soap products into your everyday routine. How cool is that? As a user of their products for the past year, I highly recommend them. Check out their lineup of products at butterandlye.com. That's B-U-T-T-E-R-A-N-D-L-Y-E.com. And check this out. As a promo to you, the Rookie Runners listener, use Rookie Runners 15 at checkout for a 15% discount. That's Rookie Runners 15 at checkout for a 15% discount. Thank you so much for joining me today. Whether you are a runner, walker, fitness enthusiast, or just simply new to running and looking for some advice, best practices, or just want to listen to some cool stories and conversation with inspiring runners, you are at the right place. So let's get the show started, shall we? Welcome to the Rookie Runners Podcast, a show that explores the challenges and conversations runners are having as they begin their running journey. We run to become the best versions of ourselves, embrace the process, and enjoy each and every step. Now, here's your host, Ray Gerard. Yes, indeed. Embrace the process. I like that. Welcome to episode 20. My name is Ray. Thanks so much for checking us out. If you are a regular listener, you know the routine. Three segments. First segment, I share my thoughts about something related to running. Segment two, I introduce my guest speaker. Today's guest is Jonathan Presser. Look forward to that interview. It was a great interview. And of course, segment three, I wrap it up, put a nice bow on it, plain and simple, and we keep it moving. If you are a new listener to the podcast, welcome aboard. The show is about the conversation runners are having about their running journey. After all, running is a journey. From our humble beginnings to the struggles, to the lessons learned, to the failures, the victories, even the injuries, right? We don't like injuries. <laughs> it's all about the process. A process that we as runners have made a decision to embrace and trust. And best of all, along the way, we become the best versions of ourselves. And maybe an improved version of ourselves. But either way, it's a win-win. As many of you know, I'm in my second month of a new training method called the Maffetone Aerobic Function Training Method. Or MAF. Keep it short. And uh, it was developed by Dr. Phil Maffetone. The program is uh, well-researched and was created decades ago. And uh, since then, many runners, professional and casual runners, cyclists and walkers, have tried it to very successful results. In a nutshell, it's a heart rate training method which incorporates a formula that suits most athletes. That is 180 minus your age. Once you get that number... There are a few recommended modifications, such as add five points to that number if you're fit, have been running for two years plus, and never injured. 
or minus five points if you're if you've been injured or taking any medications, etc. With some other modifications as well. The goal is to balance health and fitness. As Dr. Maffetone says, you could be fit and unhealthy. Something to think about, right? But the goal overall is to build your aerobic base, your aerobic engine, and allow the body to become more efficient at burning fat as fuel. In addition to that, there are a host of other health benefits associated with the program. For more details, you can check out the research for yourself at philmaffetone.com. I'm doing it for the next 90 days or so as an experiment. And so far, my body's responding well. Last month, I was able to log in 240 miles on my feet using the method. And this month, I should be at 200 miles plus again. And this is because most of my running has been in the aerobic zone, which makes it easy for me to run pain-free, injury-free, and recover quickly. So I'm really enjoying the process. One thing to keep in mind, however, is that this method is not for the undisciplined. So if you, <laughs> you have to be willing to kick your ego out the door because at first you will be running extra slow, slower than you're used to, but you have to trust and believe in the process. At your aerobic pace, there are a lot of adaptations taking place at the cellular level. So patience is key, grasshopper. Congratulations to all the 757 runners that participated in the Tidewater Striders full and half marathon this past weekend. I saw some excellent performances out there. Kudos to all. Currently, I'm not training for anything in the near future or for the near future. I'm simply focusing on uh, my training just to build my aerobic base, build my strength. Been doing a lot of strength training as well. And just taking care of my nutritional needs as well as, as my body's needs so I can become a, an overall fit athlete. That's uh, my goal for now. And I'll get back in the scene when I'm ready. That's the beauty of the journey, right? Do what works for you and enjoy the process. Coming up in segment two, my guest is Jonathan Presser. I really enjoyed the conversation with Jonathan. The great thing about my guests, each and every guest that I've had on the show, is that they keep me on my toes by inspiring me, by teaching me something new. So... It's always great to chat with my guests. So without further delay, up next in segment two, my conversation with Jonathan Presser. Hello, Jonathan. Thanks for joining me today. How are you doing? Good. Thanks for having me, Ray. Yeah, I'm so glad you were able to make it. Just to let the audience know, you and I are part of the uh, Southeastern Virginia running community, a.k.a. the 757. And uh, we are a pretty dynamic running community with a diverse bunch of great runners. 
and organizations, among them JNA Racing, Tidewater Striders, to name a few, plus a bunch of awesome run clubs, which uh, I remember when I first started running, I just joined every club that there was in the area. So, <laughs> so yeah, I sure did. So we met through our interactions in the community, and I think you're doing some great things out there and making a positive difference. So let's dig right into it and talk about it. Please share with the audience a little bit about yourself and when did you start running and what made you decide to start running? My wife, she actually got me into running. Uh, okay. Back in 2011, she completed her first 5K. And I think it was one of the Surf and Santa races. I vividly remember her asking me to run with her, um, but I was definitely not ready for any of that. I wasn't really into running at the time. Okay. Um, instead, that day, the day after, I asked her to marry me. Wow. And, and, and thankfully she said yes. Uh, and we've been married for eight years. So about like three, three or four years ago, my wife, she actually introduced me to um, this thing called Run Disney. Mm-hmm. And it, that's when it all started clicking that like, whoa, man, this, this sport is actually really cool. So I, I guess you can say that I caught the runner's high or I got bit by a runner's bug or yes. something like that. So during all of this, I was in film school and that took – a mental toll on me because like during film school, I'm not sure if, if you're familiar with that, like arena, mm-hmm. there's so many cr- critiques and pressures of being creative and my anxiety and depression, it, it all started. And, uh, and I started, I started comparing myself to others and it made it feel even worse because I mean, it just made me realize that I'm not that great. And so no one knew except knew all of this is for my wife. And then boom, my my childhood best friend he he dies of a heart attack oh my goodness yeah and so that really put things into perspective that life is so short yes my 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 childhood friend he was he died and he was only 34 years old which is man that's it's, it's super young yes exactly wow and, that must have been a big blow for you and the family yeah i, I i'm a firm believer that if if god he he wants to take me home he'll, he'll take me but i didn't want health or bad habits to be a factor. So that's when I started really exercising and, and running a lot. That's great. How many years have you been running? Well, I started heavily, like, taking it seriously about, like, three years ago. Okay. I, I fit the mold. I am definitely a rookie runner. Like, okay. I, I know a lot of I know a lot of people who have been running for a very long time. And it's, yes. it's just awesome to see. And I've only been running for about four and a half years. I consider myself a rookie as well. And, you know, oh, wow. okay. yeah, even the guys that are not rookies uh, that have been running for a while, they do remember a time when they were rookies so they can share that experience as well. That's why I bring mm. all types of experiences on the show. And yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. You are currently doing a 365 day run streak. And as of today, I think you have over 340 days, I believe. Yeah, about that many. Yeah. Congrats on that. I've never attempted such a long streak. I've, I've thought about it, though. Uh, was there a reason you decided to do a run streak uh, for a year? And how has it been for you? What kept you motivated? Oh, man. <laughs> Nobody's ever uh, congratulated me on that. Thank, thank you so much. Oh, Ray. sure. That, that's awesome. It's been a journey, for sure. I, I've grown so much since then. I started a streak because of pure, pure boredom, honestly. It, it was the beginnings of the pandemic. Mm. Gyms were closed. People were fighting over toilet paper and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I remember that. The, the uncertainty of everything during that time, it kept swirling around the world. And so it, it felt like we were caged animals pretty much. 
Yes, and it was so, tough. Like, yeah, it was it was crazy. So at the time, I had no rhyme or reason to to keep the streak, but the the goal of 365 days was the long goal. I had little goals in between, like okay, I'm going to complete the 757 run challenge, complete that, and just be done with the streak, or let me just make it to the end of this month, and that will be the end of this streak for sure. I mean, God, he kept he kept giving me another day of strength to just keep keep me going. So, I mean, it really it's been tough. I'm not gonna lie, it, it it's very hard. It's taxing on your body because you're not giving your body ample amount of time to just like recover. Right. So my mileage it would range between one and thirteen miles a day. My weekly goal though would be to get at least twenty miles in a week. Okay. Um, I know. In the past, I've actually broken my foot due to overexertion. Oh, I, I've goodness. played too many sport, too many sports at one time. I I used to play basketball, volleyball, and softball like heavily. It was like a Monday through Sunday kind of thing, and so I knew that if this run streak was going to continue, I had to cross train. There was no no way around that. So I started working out like relig- religiously. Great after the gyms reopened. Um, and I changed my diet. I ate relatively better, and I started sleeping early. So, I mean, the, the streak that I'm on right now, I mean, it's not a new thing. I mean, it's done by others. Others mm-hmm. have done it. Right. But what's kept me motivated is the run community. You mentioned it, the, the 757. It, oh, my gosh. Everybody encourages you when you run. Absolutely. It's amazing. And so that is my main reason, my main driving factor of how – I just kept chugging along. That's great. And I'm glad that you brought up the fact that you broke it down into smaller goals in order to accomplish that bigger goal. A lot of people can learn from that. And you also mentioned strength training, sleep, recovery. All those things are important as a runner, right? To keep you healthy and strong, for sure. Oh, Oh, yeah, absolutely. You need that. Yes. And you are also a team captain with Spark Worldwide Run Club. I like what the club stands for. SPARK is an acronym, for those that are not familiar with the club, it's an acronym for Support, Propel, and Achieve Run Club. Tell us a little bit more about the club and some of its initiatives. Yeah, uh, yeah. so my buddy, um, Edwin, he started a club about a year ago. It was actually called Anti-Social Social Run Club. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, just recently, it was converted to SPARK. Like at the time, it was, it was just a group of friends who wanted to run. But as we started to realize and started running together more frequently, we started realizing like running is actually changing people's lives. It's crazy. Yes. And Easy, and man. so th- that that means something, you know. Like mm-hmm. we knew that the old the old ways, the anti-social social run club, it it wouldn't last. It the club actually needed some meat. It needed a foundation. Mm-hmm. It needed it needed some purpose. So like to support someone's fitness journey mentally physically and spiritually and propel them to achieve their goals was the mission support propel achieve that spark yes i like that you recently also uh provided a uh i think there's a, a shirt that uh, a fundraiser for a specific yeah, yeah. cause yeah yeah so we we created a shirt it's um 
it's a cam- campaign that we've done, and we partnered with uh, AAPI, the Asian and Pacific Islander Association, and it, it's th- to support the Stop Asian Hate movement. Yes. Um, and, and the design, it was actually made by my sister, Micah. It has a few Zodiac animals holding a scroll with different animals, uh, different Asian languages, I meant. Yes, um, I've seen and, that. Beautiful, beautiful design. Yeah, and them running together, there's like three. I think there was like an ox, a tiger, and a crane. They're running together, and that's to represent that we're running together. Um, supporting each other. Supporting each other mm-hmm. as the people of all nationalities, basically. And, and, and much like Black Lives Matter, violence to the Asian community, I mean, it's not new, mm-hmm. but it's finally being recognized that it's actually a problem in the United States. Yes. And, and we, we wanted to be a part of that change. I mean, not through, not through violence or anything, but through spreading the love and, and giving that extra spark, so to speak. That's great. I like that. And that's making a difference for sure. Yeah. You recently published an inspiring video on your Instagram account about a relay. I think it was the Growler relay that you and your team participated in. Please tell us a little bit what what made that particularly special to you. Yeah, so at the time, like we thought it it would be fun to just do this relay just for camaraderie. At the mm-hmm. time we were an anti-social social run club, so we had no purpose. It was there was no driving force or anything. But um, months passed leading up to this and, and one of our friends, his name is Albert, he had been diagnosed with brain cancer mm-hmm. and I don't want to mess his, his testimony up, but what we thought was just a race for friendship became so much more mm. because we saw the physical toll that, that he was going through. Uh, a few days before the race, he actually had his first proton therapy session, and we could tell that he was really exhausted by the, by the day of the race. So for me to see one of my friends already exhausted before before the relay, even began was just so inspiring. Like we have a man here, he's fighting for his life. He's literally fighting for his yes. life, but still having the strength just to run and get up. I mean, that is that, such that, an inspiration. I that is it. crazy. It's yeah. amazing. I, I'll, I'll, I'll just never forget that day. It, is, it was wild. Yeah. And the video can be seen on your Instagram, which is uh, at J underscore Pressa runs. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. at J Pressa underscore runs. I definitely check it out. Yes, for sure. As runners, we all have a story about our humble beginnings, right? We touched on it a few minutes ago. You know, the struggles, the victories, the lessons we've learned along the journey. What advice do you have for new runners out there that are just starting out, just putting one foot in front of the other? What, what are some mm. of your best practices? All right, so there, there's a verse in the Bible and, and that reads, um, it, it, it reads like this, uh, suffering produces endurance, hmm. endurance produces character, and character produces hope. Wow. So, it's sort of a flow chart to confidence, basically. In scripture, this speaks on regards to rejoicing in your suffering despite life's challenges. Mm-hmm. I, but the same concept, it, it can be applied to in running also. Like for me, running 365 days, that, that's tough. For mm-hmm. me, that's affliction. That's, that's suffering pretty much. Exactly. I'm, I am beating myself up doing this. 
I don't know why, but I, I I'm I'm sticking to it. But you're but, becoming a better version of yourself, stronger, right. more confident. Yes. Yeah, and and with that, it, it's built my mental attitude to endure the pain, mm-hmm. and, and and knowing that it's given me confidence for even more difficult challenges. You know that wait that await me. So so, in my advice to listeners is to start running. Just start. You don't even have to have any fancy equipment. The the only thing you need is mental fortitude. Um, I hear it all the time. Running is 80% mental, 20% physical. And I, I stand that stand by that fully. That's so true. I agree. I was taking some notes here as you spoke, because this is good stuff. What's, yeah. what's great about the podcast is not only do I meet interesting and uh, special people like yourself, I also learn from everyone. And uh, mm. it, that what, that's what makes the journey worthwhile, you know? Just yeah, learning absolutely. as we go. You are also a run Disney enthusiast, and that's one. <laughs> you know, that's one of the races that I'd like to do one day. I have it on the bucket list. What, what was your most memorable Disney race? Yeah, our family were really huge Disney fanatics. Actually, actually, my wife—I blame my wife for that whole, <laughs> wholeheartedly. She totally understands. And one of my wife and I's decade goals is to run every single run Disney race event. Like regrettably, we've only ran two events so far because of COVID and okay. everything. But the fondest memory that I have is running through Magic Kingdom Castle. Um, I have some recordings of that. And my wife and I, we are just straight up crying. It was oh wow, <laughs> I, it, it's kind of embarrassing, <laughs> but like it was such an embarrassing, an amazing experience. Like it was, we could check it off of our bucket list. We ran through that Magic Kingdom. That was crazy. That's great. And yeah. you have a, a daughter as well, right? She, I'm sure she enjoyed that too, right? Uh, well, we don't bring her to our racecations okay. because it's... She's too young. Um, we get tired. Okay. <laughs> you <laughs> okay. know, I, I, after running like 13.2 miles. Right. You that, need, you need you, all you want to do is sleep. <laughs> exactly. But then if, if we have our kid with us, she's going to want to go into that park and, and walk around and stuff. So... Normally what we do, we, we, we leave her with our grandparents and then we make it like one of those weekends where we can just enjoy not only the race, but each other. So understandable. Yeah. Yeah. You and I, we have one thing in common. We love videography, getting creative Mm -hmm. and recording some of my runs and races always on my agenda. Some people hate it you know say oh here here comes away with that camera (laughs) (laughs) you know so but i've seen some of your gopro action shots on instagram awesome stuff and photography and videography are two areas that you are also very passionate about is is this something you've been doing for a while yeah so i've been filming for a few years it it, it's a passion of mine Mm -hmm. um and and most recently I, i started seriously pursuing it but I started to realize that, man, this this is actually extremely hard to crack into that, that industry. So for fun um, and, and as a passion project for myself mm-hmm. um, and to keep my creative juices flowing, I, I started documenting some of my friends and their running experiences in hopes that it'll encourage other people to, you know, get off the couch and, and start moving. Yes, that's beautiful. 
And yeah. I have recordings from 10, 15 years ago. And what's mm. great about them is when you start looking at your video recordings 10 years from now, it's going to bring back something, so, so many memories, so many joyful moments that you're going to really be happy that you were a videographer back then. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, and and some of the styles that you used to wear, like like yeah. the hair that you used to rock, <laughs> sure. and, you know, just stuff like that. It's, it's it's funny. Yeah, that's great. I have the GoPro Nine. I got okay. the, yeah, I got the nine because I like the the fact that it has a front facing camera. So if I want to do, I could probably do a little bit of video uh, vlogging with it as well. I think yours is a Max, right? Is that what they call it? Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. I use the uh, the GoPro Max. Yeah, that does all the fancy stuff, to, uh, all the three sixty stuff. I, I love it. Yeah, it, it it's fun to use. I tell all my friends, like, yeah, this is a very the funnest camera I've ever I've ever purchased. That's great. And for those that are interested in following your running journey, your social media presence, please share with the audience where they can uh, find you and connect with you uh, online, on Instagram, as well as anywhere else you wish to share. Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, you can follow me. Uh, I, I primarily use Instagram. It's at jpressa underscore runs. And I'm also on Strava. Uh, just follow me on Strava. Um, I'm at jpressa underscore runs as well. Mm-hmm. Also follow Spark. It's S-P-A-R-C with a C. Um, so it's at spark.worldwide on Instagram. Uh, we have group runs every maybe once or twice a month. So just look out for the postings. Yes. Um, there's, a, there's a few other things that are in the works, but for now, like Instagram uh, is primarily the mode of contact you can talk to us at. Okay, great. And I'll definitely be following, you know, and as I said, I will join you guys for a run sometime in the near yeah. future. And Yeah, we'd love to have you. Oh, yeah, definitely. I'm sure you want Spark to kind of grow. And, uh, and the weather is getting better, too. You know, once we yeah. get into some warmer weather, those early morning, Sunday morning runs are going to be really enjoyable. Right at sunrise, right at the beach. <laughs> I love yeah, those. Yeah, uh, beach is my favorite, one of my favorite places to run. Yeah, I love it. I live in Chesapeake, but I spend a lot of time at the oceanfront. You know, I, I try to okay. get out there as much as I can, even as for a run or a bike ride. Yeah. But lately, if you ever come on the Chesapeake side, come to uh, Dismal Swamp. Have you run at the Dismal Swamp? I have not. My but my friends actually bike there sometimes. And yes, one time my one of my buddies he came back and he was like, "Yeah, man, the last time we biked over there, we saw a black bear." And so oh. we started biking the other way. <laughs> I've never seen so one. Like, is it, is yeah. it safe for me to run out there? I don't know. It's safe. From what I understand, the bears mind their own business for the most part. Okay. I, yeah. <laughs> I haven't heard of any incidents. But, uh, <laughs> and of course, you know, if you need some elevation in the area, we have the Veterans Bridge. We have the Jordan oh. Bridge. I don't know if you've oh, run. okay. Yeah. If, if you ever need to get stronger, get some elevation, Definitely. Check out those bridges. Yeah, I, I think we ran the Jordan Bridge one time. Okay. So it, it was kind of scary. Yeah, those, those bridges uh, can be pretty intimidating, but uh, they'll make you strong for sure. Yeah, definitely. Yep. Well, Jonathan, it's been a pleasure chatting with you, man. Thanks. Yeah. For, yep, definitely. Thanks for taking the time uh, to share part of your journey with me. Your story is really intriguing. I'd love to hear what you had to say. 
And like I said, I'll, I will be joining you guys uh, for a group run in Virginia Beach uh, sometime soon. And I want to wish you the best, both you and your family, your daughter, your team, everyone the best. And uh, continue to inspire and uplift others. And all the best to you and your family, okay? Hey, thanks, Ray. Thanks for having me on. Oh, sure. Definitely. Take care. You too. You are listening to the Rookie Runners Podcast. Be inspired to be a better runner today. And remember, you're always your toughest competitor. We run to find some part of ourselves yet undiscovered. Embrace the process and enjoy the journey. And now, stepping back to the mic, here is Ray Gerard. And there you have it, folks. Another episode in the books, or shall I say... In the hard drive. <laughs> I really enjoyed my conversation with Jonathan. Hope you did as well. I'm sure you did. Be sure to check out Jonathan's Instagram at jpresser underscore runs. I love his creativity and of course follow his running journey as well. Also check out the Spark Run Club at sparc.worldwide on Instagram. I usually hope group runs at Virginia Beach if you're in the area a few times a month. Definitely check them out. As always, let's keep the conversation going, folks. Let's keep the conversation moving forward. That's what we do. You can catch the Rookie Runners Podcast on Instagram at Rookie Runners Podcast. We are on Facebook at Rookie Runners. And Twitter as well. Yes, Twitter at Runner underscore Rookie. Website coming soon. Thank you again to my guest, Jonathan Presser, my sponsor, Butter and Lye Natural Soap Products. And of course, you, my listeners, you make all of this labor of love worthwhile. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, be well, stay strong, and run happy. Cheers. Cheers.